Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Danny. I'm Allie. I'm, uh, ADL got all torn. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm Lindsay. It's perfect. It's smooth. Smooth as always. And we're all Barbie. Today, we're not going to be using any proper nouns. Yeah. That are our names. We're all going to be using the most proper noun of Barbie. I'm Barbie. I'm Barbie. I'm Barbie. <laughs> I know. I technically am Ken. You're Barbie at heart. It's more fun to be Barbie. Until I've seen the movie. I'm not sure what happens to Ken because this is coming out three months after the the movie came out and we were recording before. (laughs) But I hope he lives happily ever after and grows a beard. Well, if you've seen the new song that was released, it's a Ken musical from the Barbie movie. And apparently Ken's having an existential crisis. Have you seen it? It's hilarious. Maybe I'm more Ken than we think. Yeah, it's Ken singing about basically how he's just number two and he's there's no Ken without Barbie and who is he? What's his uh, plight in life? It's just, mm. it's incredible. So dumb. One of the lines is, the man behind the tan. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's very silly. Well, nobody has actually ever mentioned my tan, so back to Barbie. <laughs> the man behind the tan, behind the beard. <laughs> Under the belly button. <laughs> I feel like all three of us are big fans of the show The Other Two. Yes. And the way that Ryan Gosling is playing the Ken character is giving really – oh, my God, why am I blanking on his name? I said it to you, Allie. That character, Lance. Oh, Lance vibes. He's got Lance energy. Yeah, he does have a bit of Lance energy. Yeah. Which I love that character. You know, because he's, like, very innocent and he's, like, got sort of that little accent and a himbo a little bit. Like, a very lovable himbo. He's almost like Lance meets Carrie. hmm Because he's a little jealous and a little insecure. That's true. He's not as pure as Lance. Yeah, Lance is so But pure. there's just him just being a little innocent. Yeah. That's what it gives me. I do have a new pop culture reference. Did you guys see the trailer for the new Willy Wonka came out? <gasps> no. No, I wanted to. Does it look good? I thought it looked great. I got a little cheery-eyed. There's a great Hugh Grant cameo that's really fire. So I love Hugh Grant. You will never expect it, but um, I would definitely check it out. And I was just thinking, because Allie, who was your ship of dreams that our listener drew? Prince Eric. Okay, so we got a little Prince Eric. We dabbled <gasps> with Cousin Greg. And I think once we're back in the fall, <sighs> oh my Danny gets to bang Willy Wonka. I mean, we read a story about Willy Wonka. You get to Willy his Wonka. Wonka with your Willy. Wonka's Willy. Wonka's Willy. Yeah. So anyway, and also I saw a picture that was showing how the Yes Chef from the Bear looks like a young Gene Wilder. He does. And so anyway, or Timothy Chalamet, whatever it is, I'll, I'll toss him around. So 
I'm going to make a prediction, and I think that Jeremy Allen White from The Bear is going to get cast as the new Wolverine. Oh. oh. Why is that? Is that an ongoing, like, hot goss? Yeah, it's been kind of, there's some rumblings. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys are caught up on the bear, but there was just a scene where they're at a party and he gets mistaken for someone else and they call him Logan. <gasps> and, like, that's the name he gets mistaken oh, yeah. for. And Logan's the name of Wolverine's character. So, I don't know. I feel like it was, like, a little nod. Like, what a random name to pick. <sighs> that's fun. Oh, my gosh. But I guess they would have had to know that so long ago. They probably did. Yeah. But I guess maybe those big decisions... Could have been made. Yeah, because Wolverine's, I guess, short in the comics. So I think that <laughs> works. They're like, perfect. Yeah. You're short enough. Hugh Jackman's like on his <laughs> on his ankles trying to. <laughs> on his knees? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying ankles to be like, you know, like six inches. <laughs> Wobbly run. Um, Just a little bit. <laughs> anyway, fun stuff happening. And hopefully, you know, obviously if you have or want to write a little Willy Wonka story, send it our way. I think as a podcast. Yeah. Dot sex. Nope. Dot com. Danny, is the Willy Wonka you're envisioning as your toward love affair Timothy Chalamet or Gene Wilder? Or Johnny Depp, I guess. No, it's Gene Wilder. It better be. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's like who he got drawn with. Okay, remember? that's right. The, yeah, it's Gene. Timothy Chalamet, I will say, is a young Willy Wonka. So I'm just trying to get used to the fact that, you know, he wasn't born a 40-year-old man and had to grow up into it. But I think it's, I think it's going to be great. Okay. It looks it looks wonderful. So Good. When does it come out? <laughs> I think this winter. So we got time. Like it's in a while. We got a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Willy Wonka minute. Someone said that they were anticipating that Willy Wonka trailer was going to have cats vibes. But <laughs> is it is it like cringy at all? They were like, maybe it will be over the top. I know all three of us saw that together <laughs> high off our asses in the theater. Yeah. One of the best viewing experiences of our lives. But did it have that energy at all, Danny, or did it seem like pretty like good? It's certainly a risk. Yeah. <laughs> like campy? I kind of like, I hope it's campy. Big campy, big magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be better than Cats. I want to go back and watch Cats because I feel like I would also enjoy a second viewing of that because it was so crazy. You couldn't pay me enough to rewatch that movie. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Al, let's rent out a theater at the Soho House. We should. And we can do a viewing. That'd be so funny. Well, you guys, Wonka releases on December 15th because it was in our planning doc because we also have a quickie already planned for the release of Wonka. Hot damn. This new organized us, I forget. I don't mm -hmm. like identify with her yet, but. Yeah. Who is she? She's there. She's in that dock. It's hot. We love an organized queen. You guys, doesn't Jason Derulo just come out with a memoir and the title is something like, not say my name, but something that's like a, a nod to him always <laughs> singing his own name? I think it's like, yeah, sing your own name. <laughs> it's so, so great. Perfect. So good. Like the perfect title. Uh -huh. Well, speaking uh, of singing, we have one listener submitted song that we're going to play at the end. Al, do you want to give a little tease of that? Context, context, context. Yeah. So Jenna sent in a parody. Um, it is a little nod to season one about our inappropriate student teacher relationship, even though everyone was of age. The only thing inappropriate was the knuckle kissing. <laughs> that was the most inappropriate part. So yeah, it's a parody song in tribute to season one. So that'll play at the end of the episode. <laughs> and then we also have another listener submission and it is a parody of the Sorting Hat song, but Claire wrote it, but they just sent in the lyrics. So I can read that for us. Please. <clears throat> Should I warm up my vocals? I don't remember 
the cadence of the Sorting Hat song, so please forgive me if I'm a little off. I don't at all either. Okay. Oh, you may not think I'm horny, but don't judge on what you see. I'll eat these underpants if you find a randier hat than me. You can't hide your tents today. Yes, let those trousers fall. But I'm the Hogwarts humping hat, and I can shag them all. There's nothing hidden behind your robes the humping hat can't see. So try me on, and I will tell you who you ought to please. You might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell bold twats and teases. They're armed with every toy and trick from Weasley's wads and sleezes. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where knobs grow thick with girth. Though you may not see it coming, their gyrations <laughs> shakes the earth. Or yet, in wise old Ravenclaw, if you're a ready hole, where those of wit and learning will study the intricates of your knoll, or perhaps within a Slytherin, you'll make a face your throne. Your cunning folk use any means to satisfy every erogenous zone. Wow, that works so perfectly with the song parody. Oh, anyway, so put it in. Don't be afraid. Don't settle for a fap. You'll come soon now, though I'm all done, for I'm the Hogwarts humping hat. <laughs> the Hogwarts humping just, hat. Just That's perfect for a boarding school with a bunch of raging hormones. <laughs> it's beautiful, Claire. Oh, my God. Incredible. It's perfect. So I hope I read it to your pleasure. Now do it like you're Kendall Roy and do L to the OG. Like a beat poet? Now do it like you're doing. Now do a rap. <laughs> You might belong in Hufflepuff where knobs grow thick with girth, though you may not see it coming. Their gyration jigs here. Yeah. L to the O-G-A-N. That's the most... Uh. That, is, that scene will haunt me for the rest of my life, I think. Uh, I love it. It's so good. Uh, wait, here's another connection. That actor is going to be in the next season of The Bear, Kendall. Oh, Jimmy Strong? Yeah. Oh, no way. Good. That's what rumor has it. I like it. That'll be great. He'd be perfect as a neurotic, high-pressure Michelin star chef. I feel like that's a role he was. Oh, yeah. It'd be great. If that's, I don't know how he's going to be cast, but love it. Well, the cameos are insane this season. I know. Well, the cameos, I was trying to connect, do a segue from cameo to finale, but I can't do it. But it is the final episode, chapter of our Barbie story. Who wants to blow it down? Allie, you want to you wanna oh, recap no. episodes one through four? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blow it down the whole season. <laughs> All right, so I think I think I can blow it down. Special K showed up. I think again with flowers, but whatever it was, it was to win Barbie back. Yeah. And then he was mad about Carson, and then Carson punched him because Special K was being a dick, right? Yeah. Carson did punch him. And then Special K was like, oh, just wait, I'm going to call TMZ. And they were like, get out of here, scram. And then he left, and we thought it was fine, except then Barbie got called down to the – jail, the local jail or something. She had a call from her attorney. <laughs> Whatever it was, she like knew something was wrong and went down. We're at the police station. Oh, They're at the police station because right. she got a ton of notifications. Yes. That's right. He, The paparazzi had been called or like whatever. And Special K was saying, I was attacked. And then we found out that the very last line was like, then she saw the name of the person was Carson. Yes. Carson was arrested. The only crime that man has done is stolen my breath. <laughs> Officer, he took my breath away. Stolen my heart. Thank you again to Sabrina and Hannah. Did I say that right, you guys? Yeah. You know me with names, Allie. I always just like, with all the confidence in the world, I'd be like, special thanks to Sandra. Lindsay has not gotten a single one of our client names right in seven years. You guys know what else I do? I think I've told you this. I conflate all Nashville restaurant names with Chicago restaurant names. And I think... I just stopped being able to learn them, which Allie and I do names for a whole chunk of our business. Yeah. 
But if something is similar, like there's a place called Harding House here and I call it Heritage, like from Heritage Coffee Shop in Lakeview. <laughs> if it's even similar, that's what I call it. I called something RJ Grunts the other day and it's a place called Fat Willies. It's like a barbecue place. I don't know what's going on. But obviously my heart is with Chicago restaurants. You've been pregnant for seven years, hence the baby brain. <laughs> yeah, also, Lindsay, true. can you do the what your uh, baby come on party, come on Barbie was? Oh, yeah. When you're listening to this, I will have had this child, but I our nickname for him is Tater, like potato. It's a long story. And I just said, come on, Tater, let's go labor. <laughs> so, and that, put that on a list of things that everyone's like, walk, you know, on a, what's the thing, Allie, where you walk? Oh, a balance beam? No, like to induce labor with one foot on a curb, one foot off. It's like old wives tales. Just add this oh, one in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that if you make up a rhyme and a Barbie voice, your baby will come. Works. Every time. Promise. Danny, you also missed when you were fixing your microphone that Lindsay's laptop fell off her table. But when it happened, it looks like Lindsay was sucked back into the void of the clouds. And I go, Lindsay, where are you? Lindsay. And she wasn't answering. I was like, Lindsay, Lindsay. She just goes, Like my computer fell this way. And it looked like I was like, I thought she fell. And something I say whenever I drop anything or trip is help. So it was help. And then I was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Barbie. (laughs) Damn, that's what it looks like. (laughs) How do you do it? Can you disappear into the clouds? No. (laughs) She looks like, just like she fell off the chair the last time. (sighs) Okay, let's do it. Okay. Okay, here we go. No, no, this is a mistake, said Barbie. It wouldn't be Carson. He's my contractor. And lover, Barbie said as she rubbed her hand over her chest, trying to stave off an imminent panic attack. The flickering fluorescent lights cast a less than flattering haze over the bullpen of the station. Yes, yes, but your partner says, let me stop you there, detective, Barbie snapped. Kevin is not my partner, and he isn't my fiancé. He hasn't been for weeks. He's the one who printed pictures from my security cameras and then threatened... Both Mr. Carson and me, when he realized I'd moved on, saying we would regret that. Oh, yeah, you guys, he hacked into her security camera. No, that's right. Just then, Kevin's face appeared on the TV screen, almost as if saying his name could summon him like a certain dark wizard or apparition from a horror movie. Or Beetlejuice. (laughs) He actually had tears in his eyes as he recounted his brave altercation with the man who tried to break into his beloved Barbie's home (sighs) while she planned their wedding. Barbie rolled her eyes when he proudly showed off the bruised face, which made it look like he'd won the fight. Ma'am, were you home at the time? Detective Mattel asked, turning to Fraser. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot it was Mattel. <laughs> no, I was at class. Barbie stopped short at the look of skepticism on the older man's face. So what you're saying is you don't actually know what happened. <gasps> that Mr. Carson could have been stealing. I have a credible eyewitness. What do you expect me to do? He asked, pointing at the TV screen. I thought Barbie was there. I thought she was too. I thought she was there for the whole altercation. Anyway. Because he stepped in front of Barbie, didn't he? I thought so. And Kevin was threatening her with photos? That's what I remember. Hmm. That's fishy. Under pressure, ignored, and underestimated yet again, Barbie felt her righteous rage rise from her feet all the way up her body. She flushed, her eyes blazing as she stared at the useless man in front of her. Then, suddenly, she knew exactly what to do. Barbie pulled her phone out of her bag, shooting the detective a victorious smile. 
I'll show you what we're going to do, she said happily. And then she hit live. Oh, she did not. (laughs) Almost instantly, there were thousands of people all over the world watching the live stream while Barbie panned across the police station. When she hit more than 100,000 of her 2.5 million followers, Barbie turned the camera back to face her. Friends, you know I've taken a bit of a step back while I focus on my classes, and I'm sorry you haven't seen that much of me recently, but I need your help. You all know that Kevin and I were together for a long time, but that's not been the case for several weeks now. Oh, she's going. She went right to the court of public opinion. She said, Sheesh. evidence one. <laughs> Next up is like a notes app apology. <laughs> She paused, her face open and vulnerable as she pondered what to say next. I'm sorry to say that Kevin has been controlling, dismissive, and demeaning. I knew I had to ask him to leave. Sadly, he hasn't handled that well. To the extent that he took pictures of off my security cameras and threatened to leak them if I didn't take him back. A million people were now watching her feed with messages of support pouring in. The surprising thing is that while it was very unexpected, I met someone during this time. This is a man who has taken as good a oh. care of me as he has of my beloved home that he's been renovating. We're taking it slow, but he's honestly everything I never knew I always wanted in a partner. So imagine my shock when I find out my former fiancé, the man who threatened me and my new boyfriend, lied to the police about this break-in. After all, how can my boyfriend break in when he's there at my invitation? Barbie turned the phone to the sullen face of Detective Mattel. Now, Detective, why don't you go and get my boyfriend from lockup? Then we can see about (laughs) pressing charges against... Kevin Cooper Dalton Harding III. Blackmail comes to mind. While you're doing that, because I'm sure all these nice people watching want to know that this story has a happy ending, I might just sing a song or two to keep everyone entertained. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. She said, plastically blonde. I'm going to go right to the source. Wow. Yeah. She's like, this record's going as platinum as my hair. (laughs) Barbie stood up, walked into the middle of the room, and began to belt out, Here I Am, at the top of her lungs. By the time she'd reached the chorus of the song, a media scrum was filming in the police station as she sang the words into her phone. I take it higher. I'm in control. I broke the mold. The girl you see is up to me. Is that a Barbie banger? I don't know. Is that actually like a Barbie hit? I was hoping it was Here I Go Again on My Own, you know, like White Snake. I just saw I take it higher and thought of, can you take me higher? Which is Creed, right? Yeah. Which fits with our bare naked ladies. I'm in control. (laughs) (laughs) A massive round of applause broke out as she finished the final note, but Barbie only had eyes for one man who was making his way to her side. Carson stood there smiling at her, and before she could consciously even think about moving, she threw herself into his arms. As he held her close, he whispered, So I hear I got upgraded from general contractor to boyfriend? (gasps) Yeah, you're general boyfriend now. (laughs) That's not the story. Barbie Barbie whispered back, I'll call you whatever you want me to as long as I'm still your good girl. In the police station? Arrest them for being so horny. (laughs) Horny police. Bonk. Bonk. (laughs) His arms tightened around her as he kissed her fiercely. Always. The other cop was with Carson and was like, your partner's singing like a whistle right now. What are you going to say? <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, it wasn't me. She's like, I'll take it higher. It's just a rap battle. <laughs> also, we <laughs> we have to figure out what this song is because poor Sabrina's like, what? No, that's not that's not the song. She's like, that's not it at all. But now it's Creed. Barbie's saying Creed to get her boyfriend out of jail. Totally. <laughs> <That's>, 
With arms wide open. <laughs> with cuffs wide open. <laughs> Cell doors wide open. <laughs> we have ruined it. This beautiful story. Okay, for my detoot, I'm going to do... Nope, that's the worst police siren I've ever done what in my life. That? I was trying to do a police siren. Okay, wait. Let's see. It's like European. <laughs> but why did I, I did this thinking it would help me and it didn't help me at all. <laughs> I felt like it was going to help though. Here I am is from the Barbie princess and the pop star soundtrack. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. Danny, how's it go? You know the melody? <laughs> no, no, not me. <laughs> they passed the car ride in silence, an unspoken agreement between them to head back to Barbie's dream house. The old two-story mansion that had been so neglected now shone like a beacon. I was said bacon. <laughs> Sizzling like bacon at the top of the Malibu Hill. <laughs> you guys, I made the best BLT on Sunday. I'll talk to you about it later. Shone like a beacon at the top of the Malibu Hill, guiding them home. It might have been a trick of the light, but Barbie thought that Carson's fingers twitched as she parked the car, almost as if he was struggling to hold back from taking her hand. With fingers open. <laughs> They didn't speak as they got out of the car, and there was not a word as they crossed the threshold into the entrance hall he had so lovingly renovated for her. They each put a hand on the old brass handle to close the door. Carson's eyes held Barbie's as she shut the door and turned the deadbolt. For the length of a single breath, they stared at each other. Their hands touched and a spark floated up Barbie's arm, like dancing fireworks that set her blood alight. Her hand slid up his forearms to his shoulders, then to cup his neck. Barbie's thumb traced the fullness of his bottom lip as she marveled at the glorious man before her. Barbie had been admired, coveted, lusted over, placed on a pedestal during her career. It wasn't until now that she realized what was missing. Even when all the people had stared at her, she didn't for a moment feel like she was actually seen. The sexual tension between them stretched again and again over the seconds until it snapped like a rubber band. When he finally lowered his mouth to hers, the sense of genuine reciprocated affection felt a lot like a deep sea diver gulping air on their return to the surface. Desperate for more of his touch, she was the one who pushed him against the old front door. She trailed her hand down his body and then took his hand to place it on her ass in a gesture of sensual demand. Carson groaned as he cupped her ass, traced the curves, and pulled her against him. They both knew he was hard, but his straining erection still made Barbie gasp as he pulled her flush against his body. Up, she demanded, wrapping her arms around his neck. He knew exactly what she wanted. Of course he did. Carson always knew. When he scooped her up, her legs wrapped naturally around his waist, and Barbie deepened the kiss, drawing out his tongue to dance with hers. It took a while to get to her bedroom. He knew his way, but the inevitable pressing of her body to the wall as he ground against her was too much of a temptation to miss. What kind of dance do you think the tongues were doing? Like a two-step or maybe a jazz routine? Probably a, a country line dance. <laughs> Western Barbie. Cowgirl Barbie. Um, by the time he eventually pushed open her bedroom door, Barbie didn't for a second regret the pile of clothes on the chair or her unmade bed. All she saw was him. Together they fell into the comforter, both laughing, neither surprised by how easy it was to be together. He's like, next up, we're doing your closet. <laughs> Clearly you need a space for your stuff. <laughs> together they fell onto the comforter, both laughing, neither surprised by how easy it was to be together. He groaned when she sucked the sweet point of his neck, and Barbie faltered, jostled momentarily from her intentional seduction when his tender touch skimmed the sensitive skin of her lower abdomen. 
They took it tantalizingly slow. Each body part was kissed and touched and examined with the grace of a lover and the dick, the <laughs> dickication, and the dick, <laughs> the dead, <laughs> the dick, <laughs> the dedication of an archaeologist uncovering a long lost treasure. Ross Geller. <laughs> long minutes later, when he finally saw the fullness of her breasts clad in pale pink silk, it was as if his pupils dilated before her eyes. Barbie had never known a more delicious torture than Carson gently biting her nipples through her lingerie while his hands traced under the soft silk of her panties. He unclipped her bra with one hand <laughs> and threw it over her shoulder. Carson was absorbed by her body, going from one breast to the other and then back again. Wango. <laughs> it reminds me of the Office episode where Michael's teaching his future kid how to take a woman's bra off, and he goes, you just twist it until something breaks. <laughs> until she was a writhing panting mess her fists grabbed intermittently at either side of his hair or the bed sheets as her hips moved against almost against her control in search of a greater friction barbie thought that was torment enough but then he held her hands above her head so he could play with her breasts at his leisure i just pictured bongos for some reason (laughs) (laughs) now it's gone into like jamaican island music that's how their tongues are doing. Like McConaughey on his front lawn. <laughs> I don't know that reference. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You know how he, he got high and sat naked on his front lawn playing bongos? No, I don't remember. That's amazing. Oh, oh yeah. It's uh, a Matthew McConaughey classic story. <laughs> Cupping her curves and nibbling on the delicate skin of her nipples. When she was hypersensitive and fervent with need, he moved down her body, discarding the rest of her clothes unceremoniously on the floor. But when they were both together, finally naked in her bed, Barbie finally spoke. We're actually doing this, Carson. We're naked, together, in my bed, for sex. (laughs) Carson's attention at the time was on tracing the crease of Barbie's right thigh with his tongue all the way to her hip. His fingers gently caressed her swollen sex, feeling the wetness and warmth from Barbie as she lay open to him. Carson, sex, we're doing this? Barbie's tone may have been incompatible with the emotion of the moment, but he didn't seem to mind. He dipped his tongue into her wetness, deliberately avoiding her clit as she rolled her hips. Barbie, I'm all in. Are you? She nodded when he teasingly bit her thigh, murmuring, Use your words, baby. She managed a breathless, Yes. Good, good, that's good. I'm naked. You're naked. (laughs) You're going to put your penis inside of me. Then you're going to move it around a bunch of times until it breaks. And now we're sexing. <laughs> right, Carson? And you're going to you're going to twist it till something breaks. That's what I learned from Michael. <laughs> Danny, you you sound like Matthew McConaughey right now. You're like, "Barbie, you're inside of me and I'm inside of you." <laughs> and we're both inside a Lincoln, a Lincoln Navigator. <laughs> Nothing rides like a Lincoln. <laughs> I also all these like beautiful descriptions of sex, and I still just picture the two Barbie legs, this like just ramming their privates together, like you would when you played with Barbie dolls. <laughs> Starting a fire with your plastic Barbies. <laughs> good, good, that's good. He said. Good. Barbie stammered out a moan as he once again licked her, teasing his way around her sensitive center with his tongue, as if he were learning how to tell the time on an old-fashioned clock. Shuddering against the desire that threatened to overwhelm her, Barbie pushed him back with a smile. My turn. Carson started to argue, but when she grabbed hold of his cock with her hand, he fell back on the bed, groaning despite himself. He was long, hard, and perfect with a thickness that Barbie knew she would still feel tomorrow. Ooh. 
Barbie leaned forward to lick the pre-cum off the head, teasing the length of him before she oh-so-gently scraped her teeth against the crown. She sucked him deep as he moaned and cupped her head with one hand. Heavy is the head who deep throats the crown. <laughs> Long be the throat of the queen on the cock. All rise for Queen Barbie. All penises rise. <laughs> she sucked him deep as he moaned and cupped her head with one hand. Her hand moved in tandem with her mouth, holding him at the base of his erection with a pace that drove him crazy. Barbie kept her pace slow and her grip firm, but while she had fully intended to tease... <laughs> Carson (laughs) Same way He'd seduced her She was impatient to have him inside her She pulled away to grab a condom from her nightstand And slid it on his straining length Love it His mouth claimed hers as desperation overcame them both Barbie climbed into Carson's lap As he sat cross-legged on the bed They both moaned as she slid him into her The pressure decadent against the wet heat They moved together in a sensuous, undulating spiral, her breasts pressed against his chest, while he cupped her ass and lifted her with every thrust of his hips. Each coaxed, tempted, and chased the other's release until finally, in desperation, rhythm failed them. Carson tipped them over onto the bed so Barbie was on her back. She wrapped her legs around his waist as he fucked her, hard and desperate. Barbie bit his shoulder and clawed his back, grasping his ass as he thrust in and out of her, faster and faster. They were relentless. More, harder, she groaned. Carson, God, that feels good. Harder. He obeyed, whispering in her ear, that's it. Tell me what you want. That's my good girl. She moaned, her back arching as he slid a sensual open mouth kiss down her neck, her pussy clenching around him. Carson chuckled at her body's response, and there was a twinkle in his eye when he murmured, your sister was right about your praise kink. Like Dumbledore. Oh my gosh. Don't bring my sister into the bedroom. (laughs) When Barbie opened her mouth in mock shock to argue, he slid his tongue against hers in a passionate kiss while he hitched her legs higher around his waist. Feeling her starting to tremble in his arms, Carson sat up and lifted her by the ass so he could fuck her even deeper. Barbie clutched the Egyptian cotton sheets while her shoulders pressed into the mattress. The cold pressure that had begun so tantalizingly out of reach finally released in an explosion of erotic revelry that sent aftershocks of rolling pleasure throughout Barbie's body. Moments later, the spasm of her orgasm sent Carson over the edge as he exploded, roaring Barbie's name as he came before collapsing in her arms. Wow. Deet, do do deet, deet. He opened her box. Yeah, the box? Tore it apart. Is obliterated. Barbie and Carson spent the next day in bed, laughing and exploring until they finally emerged, holding hands at the end of the workday, just in time to see the crew packing up at the other side of the house. I see Cat Carson's coming out like in Barbie scuba gear, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> steamed <laughs> flip-flops <laughs> the whole shenanigans they haven't been working this whole time yeah. right they're like uh, please turn on the podcast <laughs> please turn on the audiobook so we don't have to hear the real thing <laughs> later Casey one of the carpenters yelled the young worker tossed Carson a key before heading to his truck and driving off oh Casey I said it KC. Casey. <laughs> I would say Cassie. Danny, how would you say it? It was, you guys. I would just say <laughs> It is the letter K and the letter C at first. And then Barbie's saying Casey, C-A-S-E-Y. Your parents seriously named you Casey Carson? Barbie asked in disbelief, realizing all the things sh- she had yet to learn about this gorgeous man. No, you dum-dum. No. Casey. K-C. My initials. I know you've always called me Carson, which is my last name, but my first name is Ken. Ken, 
Barbie let out a surprised laugh as she smiled at the man who she was falling in love with. Do I look like a Kenneth? My friends have called me Carson since high school, but Barbie, I'll answer to whatever you want. I'll be your Ken any day, as long as you're always my girl. He was there the whole time. Beautiful. As the last truck pulled out of her driveway, Carson took Barbie's hand and led her upstairs to the second floor, where she stopped in front of an old linen closet. Close your eyes, he said softly. She heard him unlock the door before it slowly swung open and he came to stand behind her. I feel like she's going to open and he's going to have her towels on his head. Like, (laughs) funny, huh? (laughs) Carson stubble brushed against her cheek while he pressed a kiss against her soft skin. Open, he demanded quietly a moment later. There was Kevin with a whole bouquet of white roses. They were in on it the whole time. Disgusting brothers. High five. (laughs) I was thinking he had just a ton of jizz rags all organized beautifully in a new pantry. And this is Monday's jizz rag and Tuesday's jizz rag. And this one's the weekend jizz collection. This is an anytime jizz rag. Barbie's heart leapt into her throat while he moved to lean against the doorframe, watching her with a smile on his face. You've built me the slide? (gasps) The hot pink slide descended all the way from the second floor to the pool. She really doesn't pay attention to detail. The slide go up in just like a day? You wouldn't notice the slide? How do you miss a hot pink slide? (laughs) That's what that was. She was looking at something else long and hard. Yeah, and pink. That's right. Barbie turned around and threw herself. Sorry. It's like a little dog penis. Barbie turned. <laughs> just trying to make the connection, you guys. Not Barbie pink. Human body pink. Ken Carson pink. You know, fleshy. Fleshy pink. The hot pink slide descended all the way from the second floor to the pool. Barbie turned around and threw herself into Carson's arms. She felt safe, cherished, heard. As he held her tight, he lowered his lips to her ear, whispering, I'll build your dream house. Then you and I are going to have a little chat about making the rest of your dreams come true. And maybe some of your sexiest fantasies, too. I can't wait, Barbie said gleefully, showering kisses over his mouth and face. Then she flew down the slide. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Can't wait to spend the rest of you. Peace out. (laughs) Lindsay's like that meme I sent you the other day. (laughs) It's a little girl going down the slide. (laughs) Bye. Bye. It's like me falling off. My computer tipping over. (laughs) (laughs) Then she flew down the slide in a fit of giggles, not caring that she was wearing only his T-shirt, knowing that Carson would follow. The end of the whole story. Wow. Oh, my. This feels like an important end, but I do hope that the slide is penis-shaped and the end is a head. You know, and you get to, like, come out like a sperm. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. That's great. (laughs) Right in someone's face. I hope that one of the construction workers forgot something and was coming back and Barbie's going out the slide with just a shirt and no underwear and they're like, oh, hello. Just puss first. Yeah. It'll be like me on uh, my college campus when my snap when pants are. When pants, that's right. Yeah, just cooter <laughs> first. <laughs> Snatch first. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's do this. When the story ends, check your underpants. Is your... Box open, open or, or not. not. <sighs> I mean, obviously. No box. The only box here that matters is Barbie's. And it has been opened fully many times. I love that she took control. She might be studying neuro- neuroscience, but she applied it to social neurons, getting everyone out. And then just took a little trip to Bang City. And, and the weather's great. What a happy ending for everybody. You guys, she doinked outside the box. 
she pinked outside the box. <laughs> Pink outside. Pink the box. outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no box here. No, that was just freaking. That was so great. I especially love that, like in the sexiest moment, she just says like, "Can't wait to spend my life with you," and then it's like, "Wee!" down the slide. <laughs> 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 what an exit. Wait, does it go down into the pool or just goes down? That's just how she gets downstairs. It better go to the pool. God, I hope it goes down into the pool. Oh, yeah, it goes to the pool. I thought there's some, like, yeah. cool offices that just have, like, a slide that goes from one floor to another. <laughs> Allie? I haven't had a box since episode one. So, I mean, yeah. Gosh, I feel so satisfied. All of my childhood dreams have come true. This is how I wanted to smash my Barbies together. And look at them now. Oh, it's beautiful. It's everything I hoped for. Mm. Are we imagining that Kevin, Special K, is just like, ah, oh, rats. And like, like what happened to him? He just like was foiled. Yeah, he's got to be in, he's probably facing some legal uh, issues now. He's probably lawyering up. Or at least just like a PR disaster. Because if a million people just found out that he broke into her security camera. Oh yeah, Kevin's going down. He's feeling like Jonah Hill right now. <laughs> oh, yikes. And that's going to tell you guys when we recorded this. <laughs> <laughs> going down the Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She's going to be, like, taking her, uh, I think her daughter's name is Chelsea, right? Oh, no, that's another daughter, a sister. Does Barbie have a daughter? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Maybe? I don't know. Who is Chelsea? Is that her kid's sister? She's got a few sisters, yeah. she got a Stacy, she got a Chelsea, and Skipper. Well, anyway, when Barbie and Ken have kids, <laughs> like, the teacher's going to be Kevin, just just yeah. giving the kid Fs, you know. Right. Just fucking shit up forever. He's just like, I had to find a different career because I blew it. No more white roses. Oh, you guys, what a great freaking story. So fun. If you're wondering what happens to them, there's an epilogue. That's right. Which will be posted on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And stick around because we still have a song. We sure do. Oh, yeah. And it's Creed. <laughs> Hit it, Creed. <laughs> they love us. Creed loves this podcast, and they submitted their own song. Doesn't Creed have one about having his first child? Is that with arms wide open? He has one about having a kid. Uh, I don't remember the lyrics to that. Maybe. When I worked at Best Buy, Creed always played on the stereo. It was just like all the overhead speakers. Like, that's just Creed and Faith Hill. Um, this kiss? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, this kiss. <gasps> Those are the two bangers. Centrifugal motion. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll post about Creed later. Obviously, everyone's going to be. You have the need for Creed. Yeah. What a treat. Let's give a huge thank you, Sabrina, writer, Hannah, editor, for this. Just what a dream story for the dream house. Perfect. And... Stick around. We've got quickies and fun being posted over on Patreon. And then we'll be back in a couple of time units. (laughs) Stay stay tuned. We love you guys. See you later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, Allie, Danny, and Lindsay. This is Jenna. I am so grateful for your podcast. It's a a light in my life and it makes me laugh whenever I'm not feeling so good. So I'm so thankful you all do what you do. And I've written you some new lyrics to a song in honor of season one with Snape and Hermione, Snowmione, and it's called My Professor. And I felt like a lyrical genius when I wrote it, so I hope you enjoy it.
This is my professor, just when I thought I was hidden away. The bathroom door opened, it was Severus Snake. This is my professor, now and I'm thrown and I don't know what to do. But I'm gonna watch him bathe my professor. If I'm gonna see it, then I gotta see it all. Wanna see his goodies, wanna see his washcloth. I'm so thrown, I don't know what to do Gonna watch him bathe my professor I think this is the palest man I've ever seen And I'm sleeping with the redhead, so that's really something Just looking at this body that's so sparsely haired And he turns around and says, Miss Granger, I know that you're there First thing that came in mind was Gryffindor I didn't want him taking off points, but there was more And I think this is coercion, but I know how I want this to go and I think it's really time for some squid pro quo. Just when I thought I was hidden away, the bathroom door opened. It was Severus Snake. This is my professor. Now and I'm thrown, and I don't know what to do. But I'm gonna watch him bathe my professor. If I'm gonna see it, then I gotta see it all. Wanna see his goodies and to see his honker? I'm so thrown, I don't know what to do Gonna watch him bathe my professor Start using his washcloth in front of him He tells me women are worthy of worship Then he turns around to leave me But I tell him to stop thinking, contemplate And be a wizard and get into it he starts to do it right, but we kiss for 45. He's kissing down one side, then up the other side. He does a contraception spell so he can get in me. I squirt twice and say, baby, are you seeing anybody? Just when I thought I was hidden away, the bathroom door opened. It was ever a snake. This is my professor. Well, and I'm thrown, and I don't know what to do. But I'm gonna watch him bathe my professor If I'm gonna see it, then I gotta see it all Wanna see his goodies, wanna see his washcloth I'm so thrown, I don't know what to do Gonna watch him bathe my professor Now this is by far the easiest thing I've ever had to do to let you, Ron Weasley, who only ever wanted blowjobs and never went down on me, show up at my place when I'm about to go on a date with Severus. I hope you can see how good I look in my green dress, and hopefully you can see how little I care. This isn't about Hogwarts. This isn't about you. Close the door behind you, Ronald. Thank you. There you go. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.